This is Tuesday, April 26th, and as we said yesterday, we're getting started in this series entitled, Oh So Miami. We're looking at how we live as Christ followers in this amazing city. And as we go more deeply into the story of our city, we will discover the immense amount of change that has taken place here. Our history reveals to us a succession of cities right in the same place, some very different from the others. Here's what I mean. The oldest walled city in the world is Jericho, located in Israel. This city is mentioned in the Old Testament book of Numbers, and it is taken by Israel when they first entered into the land of promise. But archaeological digs there reveal that the place was first settled during the Stone Age, and there have been 20 successive settlements following the first, like the layers of an onion, one dwelling place after another. So imagine layer upon layer of ruins, walls built on top of previously constructed walls. You see, cities are living things. They may retain some of their distinctive character, but they're always changing. And this is also true for the city of Miami. The earliest inhabitants of Miami were similar to the Stone Age inhabitants of Jericho. Construction projects downtown in the city have exposed signs of life dating back thousands of years. Now, it seems that Native Americans chose to settle at the place where the Miami River meets Biscayne Bay. And through the centuries, various groups of Native Americans have resided along the river or on various islands offshore. We know little about these people, but ever since Miami was founded, you might say there have been a succession of peoples that filled the city. Now, here's our text for today. It comes from Genesis chapter 4, verse 17. Cain made love to his wife, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Enoch. Cain was then building a city, and he named it after his son, Enoch. Now, here we learn about the first city human beings ever built. It was built by Cain. Yes, this is the man that killed his brother Abel. Running from God, he sought to build a place for himself, and he didn't build a garden, he built a city. Why did he do this? Well, he could gather enough people alongside his family that they could build, a sense, in a sense, a world for themselves. They could provide for each other, and they could protect each other. Cain felt vulnerable and sensed his need apart from God. And the city became the way he sought to meet those needs on his own. Now, our city, Miami, was first chartered in 1896. The signers to the city charter were a combination of what were called crackers and conks. The crackers got their name from the crack of the whip. They were American families that drove mule teams down the peninsula all the way to South Florida. And this was a tough journey for anyone to make. They were stout and dedicated, and they were looking for a new life. The conks, on the other hand, were blacks that came from the Caribbean islands by sea. They became part of the workforce that built Henry Flagler's railroad into South Florida all the way to Miami. Now, these two groups helped to settle and build Miami from the beginning, and they too were looking for provision, opportunity, and protection. They wanted a place of their own, a place they could call home. 
Think of Abraham and how God told him to leave home and directed him to a place he knew nothing about. Scripture tells us he didn't even know where he was going, where God was sending him. So why did God do this? He wanted Abraham to find his security and provision in him. You could say he wanted Abraham for himself. We are told later on that Abraham was willing to move from place to place with his herds of animals because he was looking forward to a city whose foundations are found in God. Unlike Cain, who built a city to provide for himself, we come to see that the Lord is the one that provides for us. We come to trust in God's ways in our lives. And this enables us to see the city as others cannot. We come to see the city as the place of God's mission in the world, the place where people can come to know God and learn to walk with God. And what an amazing opportunity our city provides. The needs here are immense. Then those needs open the way for us to connect with people and to connect people to Christ. For example, on Easter week, members of our Granada Church family visited the Miami Rescue Mission in Overtown. That mission began 100 years ago this year and has served millions of meals to people trying to find their place in the city. The day there made it, made, opened our eyes to what God is doing in that part of our city, bringing hope and joy to people living, oftentimes, on the edge of life. You see, as we learned this past Sunday, God has many people in the city, and he is working there in extraordinary ways. Let's pray. Almighty God, open our eyes to see the ways you are working around us in the city. Remind us that we're not alone. You are with us. Reveal to us your presence here in our midst. For we pray in your name. Amen.